are listening to Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, NACM's Editor-in-Chief. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. First, we're taking a look at how October's Credit Managers Index dropped 2.4 points to a combined score of 53.2, its lowest reading since June 2020. NACM economist Amy Cruz Cutts says the CMI's downward trend is an early sign that a recession is near. The October CMI report has gone back to the trend that we had been seeing for several months. The September report kind of went the opposite direction and implied things got a lot better suddenly. The October report now, if we if we ignore the September values, comes in and shows for the last six months as a declining trend in the CMI. Technically, we're still in expansion because the um, combined CMI value is at 53.2. But when we look back at historical values and consider them in the context of kind of prior recessions, we are not in a good position. Even though the CMI is still technically in expansion territory above the 50-point threshold, Cutts says the CMI showed downward trends like we're seeing now prior to the Great Recession. Respondents are indicating still having a lot of supply issues. Many of them are now indicating that they're seeing their customers struggling to make payments either on time or at all. Importantly, most of the values in the in the CMI, both manufacturing and services in the combined index, are back to where we were in about May or June of 2020. You might say, but that's in the recovery phase, right? Because things were terrible in March and April and May was the big recovery month. But we're not very far away from where those values were, you know, right in the recession. And if we go back to the prior recession, the great financial crisis, um, this downward trend started long before the the recession actually started. So the CMI was was already showing those declines before the, the official recession was called. So again, we're not calling for a recession yet, but the CMI responses are, are pretty indicative that the economy is slowing. The downward spiral of the CMI is one of the reasons Cuts has increased her projections of a recession from 70% to 95%. I'm in a lot of good company now in the, in the high 90% indicating that recession will start soon. I think it will actually be in the first quarter. And I've I've put in my forecast that I think the Fed will have to reverse course. Consumers are pulling back. Now, what that means for the Fed next week in their meeting, I'm not entirely sure because the Fed has indicated that they're looking for, you know, changes in the job market. They're looking for changes in consumer spending. They're looking for pretty big pullback in the economy, as they say, pain in the economy. That's another, uh, you know, way of saying that they're looking for layoffs. And So far, the employment data and other data are not indicating that, but the GDP report does show some weakness now. And I think the CMI report is really an early indicator that things are slowing down. The full CMI report will be available on Monday at nacm.org slash CMI. Keep an eye out for E! News next Thursday for the full story. In preparation of an economic downturn, credit professionals should be taking all steps possible to prepare. Jason Torf is a partner at Tucker Ellis LLP. He says if you're not sure what steps to take first, seek legal counsel. I think, you know, as we're approaching a potential recession, clients need to start thinking more like proactive creditors to the extent they aren't already and make plans to protect their company. Because if you don't take proactive steps, then you'll find yourself in reactive mode when companies, when you're 
customers are in financial distress or when they ultimately file bankruptcy. And you're not going to be able to maximize recovery as well as if you had prepared yourself and taken steps in advance. Torf says if you have not revisited the language in your credit applications and terms and conditions, now is the time to do so. Good documentation is of paramount importance to ensure that you have good rights and remedies uh, a recession comes or when customers run into financial distress. So you need to start thinking about things like, what do I have in my credit application? Is my credit application form as robust as it can be? And, you know, I've seen plenty of credit applications that aren't as robust as they can be or as they should be. And then when push comes to shove and um, the client goes to try to collect from the customer, it's an uphill battle because on the front end, you didn't take in the information that you needed to be able to go collect. Terms and conditions are so important. And I've seen terms and conditions in so many different, done in so many different ways. Sometimes I've seen you know, terms and conditions just baked into a credit application in very short form. You can count the number of terms and conditions on one hand. There's really not much there. And so you're not giving yourself a real fighting chance when you don't have a good set of terms and conditions um, because terms and conditions are where you can put your rights and remedies. Check out the digital issue of Business Credit Magazine available on Monday for the full story. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. In the meantime, you also can register for next week's webinar, Protect Your Company Through the Ongoing Supply Chain Crisis on Thursday.